The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting, designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. The death of fossil fuels has been greatly exaggerated. And I think the performance divergence this year between the energy sector and everything else certainly speaks to that fact. Today's ETF battles a head-to-head contest between oil exploration ETFs from BlackRock and Invesco. This is going to be fun, so stick around. It's hard to believe Season 3 of ETF Battles is almost over, but all good things must come to an end, and we're already preparing for next year's season, which will be equally magnificent, God willing. So keep your ETF Battle requests coming. Hit us up in the comment section below. Give us your ticker symbols. We can do double, triple, and quadruple headers. We can also take your ETF requests on Twitter, at ETF Guide is our handle, So energy ETFs dominated this year as performance leaders, and they delivered just impressive returns. But the question is, will it continue? And which ETF is the best way to play it? Well, today's contest is between a pair of oil exploration funds. We've got PXE from Invesco and IEO from BlackRock. So which energy ETF is better? Well, judging today's energy bash is the highly esteemed Mike Aikens at ETF Action, and the equally esteemed Dave Krinsis at ETF Portfolio Management. Now, lest I remind our audience that these are the two judges. This particular combination are the OG ETF Battles judges. Guys, it's been three years. Welcome back. Uh, It's so great to see you guys. Aloha, gents. Bring a little Hawaii. Good to see you, Dave. Uh, Great to be here, Ron. Congrats on all the recent successes. Three years, it seems like yesterday. It sure does. We started this in the middle of the global pandemic as an experiment. Our audience responded. And since then, it's been like a rocket ship straight to the moon. Unlike Ethereum and Bitcoin, I just had to get that in there. (laughs) You got to get a dig in there when you can, right? So our four battle categories for today's uh, ETF contest is going to be exposure, cost, performance, and then our mystery category Now, for the mystery category, that's where our judges can pick a single factor or multiple factors to make their persuasive arguments and support their analysis. And who knows, that mystery category could end up deciding which ETF wins this battle. I've got the scorekeeping chores. And at the end of the show, we will declare an overall winner. Also keep in mind that none of the battle outcomes are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or any of our judges. So let's kick things off with the first category, cost, Dave Please get us started. 
in this energy equity battle, IEO versus PXE, we have two concentrated sector ETFs often used for tactical investing purposes. And these dynamic investing tools have expense ratios of 39 and 50 basis points, respectively, so they're not terribly expensive. But Energy Sector Wildcard XLE has an expense ratio of just 10 basis points, so I'll give the win on cost to Wildcard XLE. Thank you, Dave. That's a strong start. Mike, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of cost? Yeah, I think, you know, Dave hit the nail on the head as far as um, a wild card. That was also going to be a discussion of mine. I have a hun- hunch we're going to be on on point with that throughout this battle. But um, a head-to-head battle, um, IEO is cheaper, um, both on management fee and it's a larger fund. Um, they're both um, viable, like um, both um, very large products, but IEO is the largest over a billion dollars and of the two. And it's got much more liquidity. So from a total cost perspective, if you're talking just these two products, IEO is the winner. Um, but I do agree that XLE for not just expense ratio reasons, but on a wildcard basis is considerably cheaper at 10 basis points. And as we all know, the select sector spiders um, are the ultimate liquidity vehicles. That takes us next to exposure strategy. And this is where our judges break that down. What, what's underneath the hood? So Mike, you're still up. Give us your analysis. So these strategies are going to be very similar, right? They're they're focused on a niche part of the energy market, the upstream side of the market where you're doing the exploration, um, production of energy, um, not so much the midstream or the downstream. Uh, so a lot of crossover names, total weight crossovers at 55%, which is quite high. Um, so they're going to be extremely highly correlated. Return patterns are going to be very similar, um, but there are some nuances. Um, IEO has a few more names, a little bit more diversification. Um, IEO is also market cap weighted, which means it's going to be a lot more concentrated in large names. Whereas PXE is a total market strategy. It's pretty well diversified across large, mid, small cap names. And um, it's using a little bit of a multi-factor approach in selecting those names um, across growth and value metrics um, in their proprietary screening process. Uh, For me, Right now, if I was going to play in this space, I actually would probably stick with IEO. Um, The large cap names, I think, are at a distinct advantage um, in this area right now, especially um, not exactly a great uh, friendly environment for them from a policy perspective. On the government side of things, um, the bigger names are going to be able to to manage a little bit better uh, margins, I believe. Uh, They don't have quite as much debt, not quite as volatile. Uh, But that said, I don't really like either side of this. I like energy. I don't love the upstream. I don't love the expiration side of it. Um, so I would say that if you're going to tactically overweight energy, um, XLE is the way to do it. Um, it's just going to give you a better allocation. It's going to be weighted to those biggest names that have a distinct advantage in this environment, in this space. Um, from that reason, I would say you don't need to go quite this narrow If you want to allocate to energy, you can stick a little broader and stick with something like XLE. Perfect. I got you down for XLE, Mike for your exposure strategy. Dave, you're up next. How do you see it? You know, I love it when Mike and I are on the same page. For exposure, these energy ETFs are somewhat concentrated, as Mike mentioned, and XLE is the most concentrated in the largest companies, and energy can be extremely volatile. So I give the exposure win to Wildcard XLE as well in favor of the higher weighted average market cap. That takes us next to performance. And Dave, it's your turn. So give us your analysis. Which of these ETFs stands out? Well, investment performance is always the biggest factor. And energy was just horrible this past decade and finally got moving in 2021. 
This data chart shows that over the past decade, IEO outperformed. IEO delivered 74%. And this past year, XLE outperformed, returning 55%. So this is a close call, but I give the performance win to wildcard XLE for the higher average market cap. And note that over the past two years, this graph shows that XLE returned 123%, which was 10 times the S&P return. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Thank you for those stats. Mike, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of performance? Yeah, I mean, uh, similar. They're, they're so closely correlated. Um, the return patterns are very similar. And I think the numbers that Dave just threw out tell you that, right, getting the call, the macro call here is far more important than getting the product call. Um, I think because of the volatility of the space. Um, to that end, I still like XLE. But when I look at the two products side by side, I think the one distinguishing factor I'd look at, if you look at the one, three, five, and 10-year returns, what you'll find is in up markets, I think PXE is going to get you a little more up capture because um, it's got a little more sizzle with some of the small cap, mid cap names um, in there, some of those factor characteristics, whereas IEO is going to be a little bit less on the up, but also a little bit less in the down. And that shows out in returns, right? So you got IEO doing really well recently. I'm sorry, PXE doing really well recently, but over the longer term, IEO, um, you average it all out. Um, they're so similar and the returns um, are so widely uh, based on what's going on in the macro environment with the price of oil, the price of commodities that I think um, XLE is a simpler way to play the space. It's not going to, it's, you're playing on the margins and it's a lot of work to play on the margins for an area that is so highly correlated. So XLE is my winner. Thank you, Mike. That moves us next to the mystery battle category where our judges can pick a single factor or multiple factors to make their analysis that much more persuasive. So, Mike, what is your mystery battle category and which of these ETFs wins it? Yeah, I think a little bit is better than nada um, in this mystery category in the sense that if you look back 18 months, 24 months, uh, energy was 2.6% weighting in the S&P 500. Um, today, it's um, well over 4%, um, and that's because of the massive outperformance. And it really draws a light on the importance of being able to use these tactical vehicles to add exposure where, where things have gotten a little out of whack. And energy, obviously, was a prime example being so out of favor for so long, um, got a little bit of inflation, saw a little bounce in prices, and you know, to the moon, obviously, we've come back quite a bit recently. But my mystery category is about um, properly using tactical vehicles. And I think when you see things where, um, whether it be too much, like technology becoming too much of the S&P 500, or in this case, energy becoming too little, it's potentially an opportunity to start thinking about tactical vehicles, whether it's um, industry specific or broader sector specific with XLE. Um, my mystery is just more about understanding the sector concentrations. Um, you know, I love to talk sectors. And I think uh, in this particular example, you can get uh, great exposure using XLE for this space. There is times and places for more niche industry ETFs. I'm a big fan of them. These are no different. I just don't like these two right now. So I'm going to stick with XLE. But the bigger lesson or mystery discussion is about um, how to properly think about understanding your portfolio and utilizing tactical strategies to complement um, potential opportunities or mitigate potential risks. I like it. Thank you, Mike, for adding the little picture with the big picture and uh, succinctly putting that all together for us. We appreciate that. Now it's your turn, Dave. What is your mystery battle category and which of these ETFs stands out? 
Well, Ron, my mystery category is still position size because position exposure is the key to portfolio management. And all three of these energy ETFs could be up to 30% exposure in our tactical strategies. So I call the position weighting category a three-way split decision with wildcard XLE. All right. Well, now that takes us to our final part of the show where our judges can give us their overall battle winner. So Dave, you're up. Give it to us. To recap this dirty energy battle, these ETFs are highly correlated. And given the small size of the energy sector in general, we prefer the larger market cap exposure in XLE. Larger company exposure may deliver lower volatility. And given the risk of reversals in energy, we are always prepared to protect principal and rotate to cash or other trends when needed. So I call this dirty energy battle a win for wildcard XLE. And in its absence here, I'll give the win to IEO. Thank you very much, Dave. Your last chance, Mike, to weigh in with your overall battle winner. Give it to us. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with the wildcard XLE as well on this one, um, simply because of the current environment and the simplicity uh, of the trade with XLE, the correlations between the three products. Um, that being said, there are time and place. Um, you know, if you have a distinct view on production, um, if you believe um, it's going to be a change in um, the viewpoint of the current administration, or you believe there's going to be an opportunity to drive up production here in the States, these names will benefit and they will do better than the broader um, sector as a space. I'm just not so optimistic or um, bullish on that perspective. So I'm shying away from the niche upstream products to more broad um, XLE. But I do think um, energy um, is going to continue to be volatile, but there's upside from here. Um, and a product like XLE is a good way to um, find that exposure. So I'll stick with the wildcard XLE. I got to do with what Dave did as well. In the absence of those two, IEO, because of its um, more concentration, large cap names would get the win on the head-to-head -head basis. All right. Well, our judges have spoken. And according to my battle scorecard, today's winner is going to be the wild card. It's XLE. And look at this battle scorecard. XLE just dominated. It wasn't even on the, the battle card. Uh, but clearly, our judges preferred it. It's got a better liquidity as far as trading, it's got lower cost, and our judges just like that, coupled with the fact that it's dominated by the big large caps, which, let's face it, in a tougher economic environment, those are the ones that can ride out the storm, are the bigger, better capitalized companies. Um, of course, IEO did get a few votes, but not enough to overcome XLE, and in the end, that's what our judges agreed on. So, Great job, judges, for breaking down today's energy bash. I didn't think it would go down like this, but it did. And great analysis, and we couldn't have done it without you. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Ron. It's great being here. Thank you, guys. Happy holidays, everyone. Well, trust me, this is not going to be our last energy ETF battle. I mean, there's so much happening in the energy sector. You've got this whole transition to clean energy. So I'm sure we're going to get some of those battles uh, in the year ahead. But a great job again to our judges, Mike and Dave, for breaking it down and giving us that timely, thoughtful, discerning insight, helping us to discern uh, which ETF choices are the best. So which ETF battles would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ETF ticker symbols in our YouTube comment section below or hit us up on Twitter at ETF Guide. Thanks for watching. I'm Ron DeLegge. We'll see you next time.
The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.